0: don't even know what I would do without creative minds like yours.
1: Inspire me to be brave, don't hesitate, that's what the imagination's for. Let's open that door and let's explode just me and you and the local who. Whoa, whoa. introduce
0: yourself and talk a little bit about Round Mountain and what it is. Yeah, cool. So I am Scott Forbush. I am one of the founders and owner and operator of Round Mountain. It's a conglomerated mess. I'll get into that later. But basically, um, it was my dream to open a coffee shop. Uh, I uh, worked in coffee for, oh, eight years now, and I fell in love with the coffee culture. Um, not really. When I first started, I, I started at Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Um, like most people start off, I think, their coffee journey at Starbucks, which I really appreciate Starbucks for that. Um, and then I ended up working at a local coffee shop when I worked in Washington, DC. Mm-hmm. Um, it was called Pound the Hill. It is not there anymore, sadly. Oh. Um, but when I was working there, I fell in love with what that aspect of a local coffee shop feel was. So when I moved back... to To Conway, um, I decided to try to start what that journey would look like. Mm -hmm. Um, Through that process, I worked at a at the kiosk called Jasper's Java. It's in um, the hospital, or was in the hospital. I don't think it is anymore. I think it's taken over by the hospital, but it used to be owned by um, the person who does branch out um, Mm -hmm. or. His name was Russell Dorsey. Um, He doesn't own Branch Out anymore either. A lot of things have happened. (laughs) I'm old. Uh, (laughs) um, But, and then I ended up working at Blue Sail with Mm -hmm. Kyle Tabor um, and we ended up uh just i i ended up trying to join that business and go on that business adventure with him and it just didn't work out and so when it wasn't working out i just decided i was like i have this opportunity to open around mountain mm-hmm. uh, my parents are here to help me i have a great um cohort uh his name is kyle sackoff mm-hmm. um to help me out in we were just like i kind of talked to him a little bit about it i was like <laughs> i don't want to open a business by myself do you want to help yeah. me out And so we both kind of jumped in, dove right into opening up Round Mountain Mm -hmm. um, without any business degree or background in business or anything like that. So yeah, and we did it. We're, we're surviving so far. Uh two and a half years in, almost three years now, and we're we're doing it. So.
1: I was about to say it'll be three years in October.
0: October. Yeah. I quit Blue Sale though to work on construction in August. So okay. like it feels even longer to me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I it was like end of August, uh like we ended up leaving Blue Sail and we were doing just construction all through September and then God. almost all of October before we opened up. So, so
1: for you, it's been like three years. Yeah, it's been about three <laughs> years for me. So that's like, yeah. that's so nice though because I feel like the three year mark is kind of like, it's almost like the it's three almost years in yeah, marriage. it's almost
0: there. So your first year is like. Holy crap, like what are we doing? Yeah. Um <laughs> I feel like that that for almost all small businesses, it's just like you're trying to figure out what your clientele is, you're trying to figure out what your like what your values are mm-hmm. in, and, and, and like you're just trying to like you're just trying to figure everything out. You're literally like, you're just thinking two months ahead. Yeah. At very most, you're just like, I gotta think two months ahead. I just gotta be like two months ahead and yeah. like <laughs> like just plan for those months. And then in summertime, especially in Conway, like with all the students leaving and stuff like yeah. that our first summer was like getting hit with like a purse full of bricks. Like it oh. was just, it was just like so hard. Cause it was just like, we went from this massive amount of numbers that we never thought we were going to be able to get in the first place mm-hmm. of opening up, a, the third local coffee shop in Conway with a new blue sale opening up also in Donaghy hall. Oh.
1: That all happened the at the time. exact same time
0: and so we were just like like oh we don't know how this is gonna happen and it just it did fine like we we did okay but then like summer hit and it was just like oh wow what are we gonna do yeah what are we gonna do how are yeah. we gonna survive um so by the grace of my parents um <laughs> uh helping a lot um uh, my my parents have funded um round mountain more than i can admit um they mm-hmm they just have really done so much for the company in general. Um, and when we were in our holes, they put money into it so that way they could bring us back out out of it. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's, that was our first summer and, you know, going into our second summer, my parents were like, we can't do that again. (laughs) Otherwise we're not going to (laughs) survive. Um, so, uh, the, the, basically like the second summer was a lot better though um because we were able to plan for it Mm -hmm. i think like that's the thing about your first year business you have no clue what's going to happen and your second year business you're like okay summer's going to be rough again so how do we plan for this what do we do yeah um so coming up with the drinks that people want over the summertime and also um maybe uh this year we're shortening our hours on sunday a little bit to try Mm -hmm. to save some labor um also i get to work a lot more because i'm salary so i'm like on the floor all the time so that way and so is kyle um so that way we can save money um and also uh, saving up during our good months Mm -hmm. for the bad months to come and what i think the biggest kicker that i think I personally believe has been the biggest help for Round Mountain over the summer it has been um, just really involving the community, uh, just becoming a community-oriented store and really focusing on like doing events, teaching classes, having music there, getting people there on mm-hmm. on whatever day they want to decide to come. But like mm-hmm. just involving the community a little bit more has really grown. Our summer business. And I, I think that's the reason why um, it could be, you know, the Conway's growing, so it's easier. It could be yeah. uh, we have the best coffee in town. It could be, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it just, but that to me is like the main reason. So,
1: yeah. I see y'all are, at least from my perspective, much more involved in the community than like a lot of other small businesses that I see. You do the, I know you do like the music nights and. I feel like I may be making this up. Didn't y'all have yoga there at some point? Yes.
0: So we we did yoga so. last summer. Um, I had a friend who is a yoga teacher. Okay. Um, and she was like, "I'm." She just got her uh, so yoga certification. Um, so I I'm actually a background real quick. I I'm a weirdy. I uh, <laughs> I actually work in the circus um, as a side job. That's so cool. I'm an acrobat and I teach acro yoga. And that was like one of my passions for a while to do that. So I actually own another small business called Arkansas Acro Yoga. Holy
1: cow. Um,
0: so I – that was actually my first small business to actually get started with. I got mm-hmm. started with a girl named Hannah Trice and um, my wife now, Hannah Jones, who's now Hannah Forbush, and myself and her and a guy named Sam Pettit. Um we were the th- four who started Arkansas Acro Yoga. Now mm. it's completely changed. It's now just me and my wife and a guy named John Carter and a girl <laughs> named Logan. So it's like it, that's definitely changed over time too. But um, I knew a lot of yogis coming up mm-hmm. who wanted opportunities to do yoga. And I was like, I have a space mm-hmm. that we don't do anything in the morning till yeah. from this to time to this time. We can use you can utilize it and that's do awesome. some yoga classes so we did that for a while uh it was about once a month uh for about a period of four months mm-hmm. and it just started dwindling down yeah. and like that's the thing about events you you try them out mm-hmm. you throw them out there yeah and they might start off real strong and that's awesome but then you're <laughs> going to continue to do it and you're going to see how well it lasts and yeah i've learned that some events need to be like uh three times a year event, four times a year event. Mm-hmm. And some events need to be like every single week and some events need to be like once a month. Mm-hmm. Um, so I that's learning through growing in the business to do yeah. that. But yeah, we, we've done yoga classes. We've done uh, like coffee classes. Yeah. We've done, um, we've had a super smash brothers tournament there that's <laughs> at the so store. Cool. That I was cool. That. Uh, we've done trivia nights. Nice. Um we have done like, uh, my favorite things that we've done are like coffee for the cause. Like mm-hmm. those were mission values that students or, because we have a lot of young populace here, like younger people who are like, I'm trying to go on a mission trip mm-hmm. and I need help. Like, how do I do that? And they come to me and I'm like, oh, well, this is how we can help. Mm-hmm. Um, We've done stuff for Coho. We've done stuff for Harbor Home now. We've done stuff for Bethlehem House. Yeah. Um, constantly, constantly outreaching to whoever we can mm-hmm. um, and coming up with ideas. And it's usually a collaborative too. Like they come to us and they're like, we would like some help. Here's some of our ideas. We're like, that's great. And what if we also do this? Or we yeah. can also do this? Or we can add on to this? And mm-hmm. it's just grown since then. So
1: that's so neat. I, mm-hmm. saw, I think I saw on your website, you'll have a video with Bethlehem House.
0: Yes. I yeah. So, uh, so really cool. drew Spurges from Kanga blue did that. Okay. Um, he is really awesome. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's a good guy. Um, he does multimedia throughout Conway all the time. And, um, we did an actual an auction with Bethlehem house and then he ended up buying the auction and our auction was just like a bag of coffee with their business logo, whoever business bought it with their business logo on mm-hmm. it. And, um, like the donation would go to Harbor home. That was like okay. our donation that we were going to do. And, uh, they took King of blue took it a step further. was like, I want to, um, also do a media thing about this. And mm-hmm. I want to make shirts for you guys. And I want to, oh, cool. because they are a media company. They're like, we can even go a step further, which is yeah. really cool. So it was like, and I think that's um, the beauty of small businesses mm-hmm. in Conway is, like, we all help each other out, yeah, like, including, like, the coffee shops. I think that's really cool. Like, I, our roaster went down one time, and I just called up Kyle Tabor, and I was like, hey, dude, like, I need to roast coffee. Yeah. And, like, I was like, can we, like, use your roaster? I'll pay your roaster to help us. Like, I was like, I have a roaster that can roast on your machine. I just I just need something to roast coffee beans while yeah. my machine is out for a week. And he was just like, yeah, like, that'd that'd be great. Yeah, let's do it. You know, like, so so like the camaraderie we have in Conway for small businesses, I think is really good, including between like competition camaraderie, you know, like that's really cool too. Um, Even uh, Little Rock, uh, the meteor and us Mm -hmm. were really good friends uh, because of the fact that we've just helped each other with equipment when we need it. Yeah. Uh, And like. I don't know. I just, I'm not used to that. Like, I, I was never <laughs> grown up in that world where it's like, it was always like cutthroat business competition yeah. type thing. And like to be in a, involved, and I, th- I really think it's just Southern hospitality, really more than anything. Really? But like, <laughs> I think just being involved in like Arkansas's small business culture, there's like a difference between us. like, listen, like we know it's hard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's help each other out. Yeah. So I, I think th- I've really heard cool.
1: that. I talked to, um, a girl that runs Bell Urban Farms. It's like an urban farm right down the road. I
0: heard Bell Urban Farms. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so yeah.
1: she talked about the same thing. She was like, "I feel like it's unique to Arkansas that local businesses just like yeah. we're kind of all on the same team. We're all on the
0: same team. Yeah. I, I, I Conway needs that though. If Conway didn't have that, I mean, we have like other things in, involved. Like we have the Chamber of Commerce. We have BNI groups. We mm-hmm. have all this other stuff that you can go. But it's kind of like that's like. Paying for a sorority or a fraternity club, you know, like like you you you're part of it, and they help you out in a way, mm-hmm. but it's not the same as like making a best friend in the sorority or fraternity club, yeah. you know, like it's it's totally different. And so small businesses, we look at each other and we're like, hey, like I know you need help, so I'm gonna help you out in this moment, mm-hmm. or you scratch my back, I scratch yours, and it's yeah. it, it's it is a give and take. It's not like. I mean, there's, an, I don't think there's a single small business that will just take from somebody and that's it. You yeah. know, like they're like, how can I also help you? Because as a small business owner, you're mm-hmm. like, you know, especially during summertime, you know, you're like, hey, it's rough. Yeah, It's rough <laughs> out here. Um, All of Conway's businesses go down yeah. during the summertime and we're like, how can we help each other out? Uh, I'm And I love that. I think that that's, I think that's one of the beauty beautiful things of Conway, mm-hmm. um, and uh, it just just talking about each other too in a positive light. Like um, Palmer Music, we do music mm-hmm. for them once a month at our shop. Like they'll come in once a month. Their students can come and sing, yeah. um, and we love that because not only are we getting an outreach to Palmer, yeah. but we're also getting business into our store because we mm-hmm. have. Uh, customers coming in to watch their kids sing and and play music, and also we're creating a local uh, music scene through coffee, yeah, um, which is a lot better than bars sometimes. Just depending on the environment, especially for yeah. kids, because yes. you can't as a kid you can't go to a bar, yeah. um, and like I just think that it creates this chain reaction that Palmer Music now has recognition. Round Mountain has recognition. Mm-hmm. We help each other out. The students now know of both of those places, and mm-hmm. now they're both going to go as they grow up and become college students or even stay in Conway because mm-hmm. Conway is a great city to grow up in. I've grew up in it, and it's it's a great place. Uh, and as they grow up and they want to create roots here, mm-hmm. they now have these places that they can send their kids yeah. or do things with as they grow up. Yeah. So it's just like... Even though we're two and a half years in, it's like the big picture is like, eventually we'll be a lot bigger. And eventually I want people to be like, I was a part of that. You yeah, know? yeah.
1: It's such a testament to the small town thing because I got all my podcast gear from Palmer Music. Yeah, <laughs> cool. <laughs> That's great. I like got all of this from yeah, Palmer yeah, yeah. Music.
0: <laughs> I love Palmer. That's the, awesome.
1: Yeah. And I only knew about Palmer because of Brad Bird. Brad Bird. Yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so And Brad just... Bird has played at our shop a bunch of times and he is uh, like a local artist who yeah. you support, you know, yeah. like local Conway artists that we support. I, I think, uh, even looking at America idol, when you're looking at, um, Chris, is it, I can't remember his, Chris Allen Allen. Yeah. Allen. I was like, I knew it was Allen, but I wasn't sure. Um, <laughs> if you're looking at Chris Allen, you know, like we Conway supported him on winning, you know, yeah. like it's a small town, but it still was like a huge support group for him, 100%. you know? And so I think, I think you just look at stuff like that and like that just shows you how great this town is.
1: Yeah. What do you feel like, what do you feel like Round Mountain brings to the community that's like unique to Round Mountain or like what do they offer the community that's kind of like specifically you guys and maybe not better or worse than other places, but is unique to your business?
0: Um, so my other business partner, Kyle would say excellence. Mm Um, Mainly because like, oh, that's what we strive to do. We strive to create excellence in our drinks and our crafts and what we do. We don't make it all the time, but we strive, you know, like that's our, that's what we strive to do. And I, I think that puts us as a unique factor. Um, Mm -hmm. we're not, we don't settle for second best, you know, Mm -hmm. like we, we are okay with being that if that's like, if it happens to be us and we're, we're behind somebody, um, that's fine, but we're gonna do everything in our best for the next year to be better yeah. um and i I think that's what really makes us more unique to um that and we have just really good coffee yeah um we do. <laughs> we don't b s anything um, yeah. we we really try to we're a little too real with customers if anyone out there is listening that I've been a little too harsh on about stuff. I'm sorry <laughs> um but i I mean, I will let you know how it is. Like I will I will 100% if a customer comes in and they're like, "I right, why don't you guys have frappuccinos?" Like mm-hmm. cuz that's something we don't have. Um I don't want to have something where I'm serving you sugar.
1: Mm-hmm. Like that is
0: not my goal. Like I I'm a coffee shop, so I think like my overall goal is to serve you high quality coffee. Yep. And like if you need to sweeten it with sugar and cream, that's great. That's fine. Mm-hmm. That's on you. But I want it to be the best product as it is without having to hide it between all these sugars and all these mm. other things. And a Frappuccino is mainly sugar. Yeah. Um, I And I couldn't sell Frappuccinos anyways, because that's a franchise term and a copyrighted term. But like the blended ice drinks of any kind are just a bunch of sugar holding the ice together. That's yeah. how it's held together, yeah. uh, which is kind of gross to me. Uh, <laughs> Uh, but it's real and it's like, I understand why people like them. Uh, but it's not something that I would want to continuously produce at my store. Yeah, I just, I, I I get it. I could probably make a lot more money if I did. Mm -hmm. Um, because you can mark up those a lot and really they're just ice and sugar, which is a very cheap Mm -hmm. product. Um, but I don't want to create something like that. Like that's that's the uniqueness i think behind us you know like we're not we're not wanting to create something that you can get at starbucks we want you to we want to create you something that you can't get anywhere else in conway um so we really focus on that and i think where we really focus on more than anything is that base product like the coffee Mm -hmm. you know um if you get our drinks we don't add as much sugar to our drinks Mm -hmm. than anywhere else not because we're we're sugar Nazis, which sometimes we are, but uh, <laughs> not because we're sugar Nazis, but because uh, we want you to taste the coffee. Yeah. And we want you to experience that good flavor of the coffee and not taste, all I can taste is white mocha or all I can taste is ha- hazelnut yeah. um, syrup. And I think it surprises people when I tell them that they're like, oh, can I get... They, they'll order their Starbucks order, you know, can I get a, a 12 ounce vanilla latte with half the amount of pumps? Yeah. And I'm like, well, we don't do pumps here. We measure literally everything out by the gram. Yep. And we do about one pump of Starbucks. Yeah. Like if if like comparison, like one pump in Starbucks drinks is about, uh, I think about 20 to 25 grams of sugar, sugar mm-hmm. and we do uh, 20 grams in our... Uh, vanilla lattes that are 12 ounces yeah. and like so we, we're really cut down a lot on our drinks um we always try to tell people less is more mm-hmm. um our favorite drinks are like flat whites and cappuccinos mm-hmm. and like little tiny drinks Yep, um <laughs> uh, it still has the exact same amount of coffee in it mm-hmm. as a large drink um you're it not getting like a different experience yeah. to drink
1: than like a yeah
0: it's totally different yeah. like and, and the reason is is because the ratio of milk to uh, espresso, mm-hmm. but it's so good. It's still like super delicious, even though you're getting only like four ounces or six ounces of milk in this. You're getting this really delicious coffee. Mm-hmm. And so I think I think that's really what makes it. And
1: you yeah. guys sell your coffee wholesale, don't you? Yes,
0: we do wholesale. Okay. Um, we have a couple of wholesale accounts. Uh, a lot of churches. Really? Um, yeah we <laughs> we've really reached out to a lot of churches for wholesale accounts. That's where we started. Um, I feel like blue sale. This is something they do really great. Is they have a huge market on business wholesale accounts Mm -hmm. um it's really hard for us to come in and grab business wholesale accounts uh blue sales are they're they're established before us and so Mm -hmm. it makes sense that they have a larger roasting company and they they have more established in that but we've found our niche kind of in churches so we're in city church we're at university church of christ Mm -hmm. we're at summit and we're at uh fellowship um and family life not fellowship. Sorry, we're not at fellowship. We're at family life. Family life. Okay. Family life. Um, and they're the churches that Kyle and I go to, and also some churches that we have just good friends that go to. So so neat. We we've kind of like that's where our main wholesale clients are. Um, and we're looking if anyone out there is listening for other wholesale clients whatever it is um we're not picky I work at a church so okay awesome <laughs> uh we we're not picky about it um we do we try to our best not to break your bank and yeah. we try our best to make it so that way we're still making somewhat of a profit but also able to help you guys out um and as that grows i think we can make our coffee cheaper mm-hmm. um we roast everything on a very small um like Five pound roaster.
1: Oh wow! Um, so
0: everything is roasted five pounds at a time, which means my labor is really high on yeah. roasting. So that means that most of my um, most of my product is a little bit higher price wise. Mm-hmm. Um, so once we grow in the wholesale market, I'm hoping that we can also add um, add add like just more. Wholesale clients and mm-hmm. get a bigger roaster, yeah, <laughs> uh, and roast more often. We'll see. I it, it's it's just depends on yeah how things go. So we want to keep everything fresh, so we don't actually end up over roasting too much. Yeah. Um, but you could like we end up roasting for about two eight hour days mm-hmm. in a week. Um, so it's about sixteen hours of roasting, and that's to cover the wholesale clients we have mm-hmm. and to cover the coffee that we need in shop. Yeah. Um. And also allow us to have coffee for sale, like bags for sale and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, we have done a couple outreaches um, to go look for other other places to put our retail bags, really. Because mm-hmm. um, that's, that's the thing we don't sell to other people yet. Um, we're trying to, but no one's bought on it. Um, kind of like all we do right now is just a big bag usually of pre-ground coffee to churches because yeah. <laughs> uh, most churches don't have a grinder or can't afford a grinder uh, they're yeah. they're expensive i understand they're they're like you know thousands of dollars just to yeah. grind coffee it's kind of like <laughs> that's not worth it to me <laughs> i'll just get stale coffee i'm like cool <laughs> i i understand we'll do it um plus like uh, any coffee is better i think than folger's coffee at a church so I, so no, no offense to no, anyone so out there who's doing it or, <laughs> or community coffee at a church. Mm-hmm. Like, cause that's what most churches do. They'll be like, we're going to go to uh, Sam's and buy a giant community yeah. bag of, of coffee for our church. Yeah. Um, it's the cheapest option to, to go out there and do it. Uh, I think the thing I would like to implement in, especially the church that I'm going to, I go to Summit. Mm-hmm. is I would like to implement, like, a pour-over bar at the church because that'd be really cool, I think. And also, like, bring people together to talk. And, yeah. like, you know, like, one way of getting somebody to really grasp the what it means to follow the Lord is through conversation, just of mm-hmm. normal conversations, I think. So
1: yes. Yeah.
0: I think that would be really cool. We'll see.
1: Yeah, just that fellowship. Yeah. For sure. So on your website, you all talk a lot about the importance of, like, the coffee classes that you do and how important it is to y'all to be able to like not just sell someone a cup of coffee, but like teach them how to make their own coffee. Right. Where did that whole, like, that's not something that I've seen. I'm sure other coffee places do that. I have not seen anybody else do that. Where did that come from? Why is that so important?
0: Uh, that came from me and Kyle mainly. I, I feel like for us, we love our craft. Um, so, uh, One of our things we always tell our baristas is we do not expect you to be a barista forever. (laughs) Um, Especially those ones who like come to us and they're like, I have to put it by two weeks. I'm so sorry. And we're just like, it's okay. We never expected that forever. Um, We love the people who are in the coffee culture who want to make it their full-time job. Mm -hmm. Uh, We think that that's really great, but that's our dream. Mm -hmm. Um, And so I think because it's our dream to really just... Teach people and love on people through coffee. Mm-hmm. It makes sense for us to teach you how to make it at home. Um, Kyle and I are really funny, actually. I don't think either one of us make coffee at home very often because really? we're so often at the shop that we don't we don't yeah, need so. to go home to make it. Um, we make a pour over for each other um, almost every day, um, and we split it between each other um, every time we work. Uh, but I. I think the aspect of teaching others just allows you to under, it allows them to feel part of the community, but also Mm -hmm. feel like, Hey, like I love making coffee at home because of this reason, or I love good quality coffee because of this reason. Like, I mean, anyone can buy a Keurig, Mm -hmm. anyone can pop a, a, a a pod into it and brew coffee. I, I mean, like that's super easy to do nowadays. Right. Yeah. But to make good coffee, like I, I don't, I'm not trying to hate on anyone who has a Keurig, but I've never had good Keurig coffee. Yeah. Like I've never like had a Keurig coffee and been like, oh, that's excellent. You yeah. know, that is the, that is the best cup of coffee I've ever had. No, I it's almost every single time I'm like, Ugh, okay, coffee, I really need this. Yeah. <laughs> and so I think for us, instead of it being like, hey, you need coffee to survive throughout your day. We were like, hey, like love coffee with us. Mm -hmm. And so that's where the classes kind of came from is like we want you to love the craft of coffee and understand also how much science and energy goes into brewing this cup Mm -hmm. of coffee for you because like technology grows and as we're getting more into the media of like instant everything, um, we kind of forget that, somebody out there created and designed the perfect cup of coffee for you to have at home yeah you know like we forget like all the nuances that go into it yeah um it, but like pour over coffee has been going on forever it's mm-hmm. like the most uh it's like the it's it kind of is that hipster thing it's like going back to holding on to your record player you know <laughs> um But, like, it it goes back to, like, you you can find Chemexes in, like, James Bond films Mm -hmm. and in Friends, you know, in the 80s, like, where, like, they would have coffee. And I think that it's just kind of, like, going back to our roots and just being, like this is the love of the craft and this is the love of the coffee. Mm -hmm. And so this is, this is why we do things, you know, this is why it takes you three minutes to get a pour over at round mountain, you know, or three to five, if we're being honest. (laughs) Uh, It's not like an instant thing. Yeah. It's not an instant thing. Now we do have instant coffee for you that we also think is excellent, Mm -hmm. but it's not the same. Yeah. Um, And so there's also uh, my favorite thing is camping coffee. I, I don't know what it is about when you're camping, yeah. but when someone brings coffee when you're camping, it's always mm-hmm. the best tasting coffee in the entire okay. world. Um, probably because it's your life source at that yeah. point. Um, <laughs> <It's so> <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I, uh, I, it's always was a goal for Kyle and I to like really like focus on how to teach people how to brew coffee so they can take it and they can brew it out when mm-hmm. they're camping. Um, uh, we would like to eventually put together a camping kit. That, that would, would be, be so really cool, cool, but it's so expensive that we haven't found yeah. like the value in it. Like, mm-hmm. like two hundred dollars at a like retail price, buying a camping kit so you guys could go camp and brew cop. Like, I don't yeah. know how many people would buy that in Conway. It's so the ultimate camper. Yeah, we haven't really uh, yeah. dove into it, uh, but we've seen other people come up with some really cool camping gear, coffee stuff, and mm-hmm. like other businesses that we look up to and. We're just like, yeah, that's, that makes sense. And it's really cool. Mm-hmm. And like, I don't know, the love of the craft though, that is 100% the reason why I think we teach. That's like, cool. We want other people to understand how much science and energy we put into these things.
1: Yeah. So. yeah. I think I, that was one of the reasons why I reached out to y'all too is because I'm, well, I'm not, I do not know what I'm doing when it comes to coffee but I'm coffee. My mom and I are huge coffee snobs. Like we'll go places. And it's when I moved here in 2016. And I think I went, I came to Round Mountain, maybe like the month after it opened. And I called my mom and I was like, we're going to have to go and like (laughs) test it. Like we need, I need to know. Um, but we're both big coffee snobs. I say that, but then I make like My Folgers every morning Before I run out Right But then I also have like A French press And when I'm really Like when I'm When I'm really feeling it And I have the time And I really want to make A good cup of coffee I do But then like Nine times out of ten I'm like I don't have time for this Yeah Like I can't (laughs)
0: I it's it's I don't I don't make it at myself at home either anymore. Yeah. Um, mainly because I own a coffee shop, so I'm always there. Yeah. Um, I feel like I would make it at home a lot more if I didn't have, go to it every day. Yeah. But my wife literally makes a French press or a Chemex every morning. Yeah. Um, she finds the time. Mm-hmm. Um, it was really funny because when we first got married, um, she would ask me to do coffee all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I just was like, I just need to teach you how to do this because I <laughs> like listen. I make coffee all the time, babe. I don't want to also have to make coffee here for when-
1: you at home. <laughs> every
0: single morning. Uh, so I taught her how to do a French press and how to do a Chemex. Mm-hmm. And now she just does it herself every single morning. I would love to um, know like how to do a Chemex. Yeah. It, cool. So it's so easy, too. It's, it's, that's the thing, too. It's like, it's not as difficult as people make it out to be. Mm-hmm. But it's also like, it's, I don't know, it's like an easy way to brew coffee, but it takes some time. It's it just tedious, takes some time. Yeah. It takes, it, like you don't have an automatic coffee maker that you can program to brew your coffee mm-hmm. before you even wake up. Yeah, like yeah. you just don't have that. So I, I but it's there's something some
1: so cool about like taking the time to do it. It's just right. There's something so about it, better. and like, yeah.
0: and it, and I think that's also what makes it taste better. Like, I agree, <laughs> honestly. I agree. <laughs> You could probably have the best machine in the world that does it all for you, but if you don't put your hands on it and do it yourself, Mm -hmm. there's no love behind it. There's, you know, there's nothing. There's nothing. No energy put into that cup of coffee. It's not going to taste as good. Yeah. Like there's just something about. I think that's why camping coffee is so good. I think it's like going back to that. I think when you when you put the energy and the love behind it. Yeah. Um. And you're also to share it. I think that's like a big thing too. Like coffee's meant to be shared. It's yep. not to be meant to be drank alone like a grouch. This is all mine. Don't have any. <laughs> um, it's supposed to be shared. I think when you share it, it just, there's love put into that coffee. There's energy put into that coffee. This is the hippie side of me. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and, like, and, and it just makes a better cup of coffee. Yeah. Um, whether you did the right ratio or not, <laughs> you yeah. know, it's like, even if you made the worst tasting cup of coffee, it's like work at making the worst tasting meal in the world for your People or your friends, they're yeah. going to eat it and be like, oh, this I is great. Those. I love it. <laughs> Even if it's not, you know? So uh, that's that's the reality behind it. And uh, we can teach you how to make a good cup of coffee. It's not hard. It's just that's you so have to cool. take the time to come to a class, which yeah. is an hour and a half long. I do them once a month and mm-hmm. they're $15 for oh. a class. And you get a bag of coffee when you leave. So really it's like a free class yeah, because it's about $15 for a bag of coffee anyways. And so you're just getting a bag of coffee when you leave, which, which allows you to take whatever you learn to make at home. Um, my next class that I have is in, it's this month of July Mm -hmm. and it's espresso class. It's going to be an espresso class. It's going to be at the end of July. The next month after that, will be in August will be a steaming milk class. So for those who have the espresso machines at home, who've dropped the dollars and stuff, they can come to those. So my future dream right, I know. I have a I have a $10,000 espresso machine in my head that I would love one day uh, for my house, <laughs> yeah. but that's $10,000 and I'm a small business owner, so I don't <laughs> got any of that. So, <laughs> um, But maybe one day when I have more money or have the opportunity mm. to have it, I'll, I'll have my beautiful... GS3, La Marzocco Espresso Machine that I can have at my house and just brew my own coffee and do my own shot. Because I'm an espresso guy. I've also had some really good Onyx coffee, which is Mm -hmm. right in our hometown. Yeah. Um, And I think Kyle and I both agree that Onyx Coffee Labs is probably the best coffee shop in all of America. (laughs) Um, I think we... We both agree on that. Like and we're thinking we think it's awesome that it's in our backyard. You know, I've never been there. You've never been to an Mm -hmm. Onyx Coffee Lab? Uh, it's in northwest Arkansas. Okay. They have multiple locations in northwest Arkansas. They have one in Rogers, Fayetteville. Okay. Um they have one in Bentonville. So Mm -hmm. the Bentonville Lab is like one of their newer ones. It's beautiful. Like It shows you how far coffee can go Mm -hmm. um if it's done right and like how well the businesses can be it's a beautiful looking store absolutely Mm -hmm. gorgeous and then the one in uh, rogers just opened Mm -hmm. um and they are also just an absolutely beautiful shop um so i i just i look at stores like that and i just like am envious and like can't wait and i'm excited to maybe get there one day and Um, but I, I am a coffee tourist. Mm -hmm. I love to personally go when I travel, I look for every local coffee shop on my routes Mm -hmm. and I make, I make stops as I go. Um, and I do my best to be like, oh, this is great coffee. I need to make sure I remember to tell whoever's going this way to go it. Um, but there's amazing coffee shops all over the world. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think that that is one of the coolest things about local coffee shops or like small coffee shop businesses—they're all very unique. They all have like something edgy about them, yeah—and uh, they're fun to go to. I I think that as a barista, it's easier to go to because you can like talk the lingo and talk the talk, and then like you're respected immediately as you walk in. <laughs> uh, but I think as like just a someone a connoisseur of coffee, like it would be really cool one day to travel the world and just trying at different shops and being able to yeah. rate them and grade them on not only like how great is the coffee but also was the good is the care because mm-hmm. i think that's something we lose at coffee shops we are snooty baristas sometimes i i'm literally guilty as charged 100 uh i i my baristas tell me all the time that hey that, that wasn't like that wasn't like Chick Fil A service. You probably should that be Chick Fil A service. <laughs> and I was like, "You're right. You're right." I just need to say please and thank you more. You're right. You're right. Um, but I uh, it's just something about like going to coffee shops and like just mm-hmm. involving the difference between like how was my customer care, what was my latte like, mm-hmm. how did I enjoy the steamed milk, how did I enjoy the espresso, yeah. and like there's just so much out there, and there the, everyone does a unique and crazy drink. Yeah. Like. At every shop you ever go to. Yeah.
1: That was a big... So I went to college at Lyon College in mm-hmm. Batesville. Yep. And there's a coffee shop called Morningside yep. in Batesville. <gasps> Do you know Morningside? Uh-huh. Oh, love Morningside. Um, so that was like my... It was my coffee sanctuary. Yeah. Home away from day. home? Oh my gosh, yeah. was it? Yeah. But that was like the... They have great coffee. I love them so much. But like the most important thing was the fact that like you just walked in there and it was like, oh, my people and my home and like... They're so wonderful. Yeah, they know you name. by name. Exactly. It's like cheers every time you walk yes, in. Yeah. I can't
0: tell you how many times my older customers say that. <laughs> no, it's <laughs> older customers, but, but cheers, like cheers is kind of dead. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, like how like it's cheers when you walk in because like you they come in and like you yell out their name when they walk in and yeah. it's like super exciting. And I I have a uh, one of my favorite customers. His name is Todd. Mm. Uh, he does. Um, he does a bunch of like local stuff around here. I forget the name of his business. Sorry, Todd. Um, <laughs> off the top of my head right now, but it, he uh, he's just a really great customer. He comes in all the time. He goes. To, he is not a particular coffee person. He mm-hmm. goes to every local coffee shop. Yeah, everyone knows his name at every local coffee shop. <laughs> uh, and like you know, he he comes in every day, or at least once a week and and gets his coffee and likes to it's his literally it's his it's his social life it's Mm -hmm. it's what allows him to come in and be that home away from home and be able to talk and feel comfortable and comfortable talking about the things that he likes to talk about he loves wrestling and like (laughs) nobody knows wrestling at my store um but we listen and we talk to him about it like you know like I know nothing about wrestling, but I know more about wrestling now because of you, Todd, you know? So it's, yeah. it's great. Cause like, uh, he does, he does the Conway scene. That's what he does. Todd Jones okay. Conway scene. Okay. Uh, so he, say, like, he like I'm he tries to, to he do is. local, um, like a bunch of local stuff that happens. He tries to like put it on this newsletter mm-hmm. that he sends out. And it's, it's a really cool thing. That's I, cool. I love that about him. He, has been an, a Conway, a Cowegian for a very long time, and he just wants people to feel like they can be part of all the community stuff that happens in mm-hmm. Conway. So that's Todd.
1: That's awesome. I love that. I'm gonna have to look that up because that's like almost my whole goal with this podcast. Yeah. Is,
0: like, no, you. He might let you put a podcast on Conway scene. So I need to hit up Todd. Yeah. I
1: need to hit up Todd. Um. So I'm uh, one of the things that I'm personally big into is like I love. Like personal growth and development and mm-hmm. stuff. What, I mean, between you and Kyle, what kind of growth or development do you feel like y'all have had to go through or maybe got like forced upon you as you went into this venture of a small business and this partnership? And, uh,
0: well, definitely do not get into business with somebody that is just like you. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that's like really important. Kyle and I are very opposite. Mm -hmm. Uh, As frustrating as that is sometimes, it's also very helpful. Mm -hmm. Um, Because there's a lot of moments where we both can say, no, I think that's a dumb idea. Mm -hmm. Um, And it doesn't, there is no such thing as really a dumb idea, but it also allows you to like, re-look at your idea Mm -hmm. and maybe come up with a different way of doing things Uh, because your ideas as a small business owner you're just Mm -hmm. thinking all the time of how to make more business how to do more and sometimes your ideas are way out there yeah. um and as the dreamer of the small business world my <laughs> ideas tend to be very high in the cloud and we make the joke all the time that i i am up in the clouds and mm-hmm. kyle is my 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 like he holds on my yeah, leg and keeps like me from flying off. off yeah <laughs> like, he like grounds me down <laughs> a little bit um and i think that's really important um i think we've done a lot of growing i think this year is the growing year so Mm -hmm. i as you're asking me this this is like this is kind of like where we're kind of stepping into like growth Mm -hmm. and development changing changes we're at a point where we need to either expand Mm -hmm. or we need to um grow in some way uh whether that be like more entrepreneurial like getting into food getting mm-hmm. into that that realm of the coffee oh, shop cool. thing or it being like like adding a beer selection to our coffee mm-hmm. menu uh, yeah. you know because we're in conway it's really difficult to do stuff like that but like maybe doing something like that or like uh opening a new shop location someplace mm-hmm. that would benefit from having a round mountain there we're kind of at that point right now mm-hmm. um we we need to expand um and I don't know which ways to go. I don't know which alley is the, you know, which road is the best one to drive down. Um, but as a small business owner, you are constantly um, having to grow. Mm-hmm. Um, if you stay still, if you stay stagnant, um, you're not, you're not gonna make it. <laughs> like you, you gotta try at least. You know, you, you can have failures through it, and we've had plenty. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, there's. Plenty of events that I try to throw that just are completely failed. Yeah. Um, and one of the hardest things I think in this world, in this day of age, to keep up with is social media mm-hmm. and kind of growing in that aspect of the world because mm-hmm. that is one of the most important things. So um Updating website. I'm actually having a new website launch this month uh, nice. because it's outdated now, um, and it's only two years. Yep. Uh, and like that's that's just like an so example hard. of like we constantly are having to reshape. We've reshaped. We used to be our mission statement used to be taking coffee everywhere, mm-hmm. and what was like our main focus was like have coffee at home, have coffee here, have coffee on camping, have coffee uh, out on your trips. Like be able to take coffee anywhere you go, uh, mm-hmm. and we've kind of changed that and morphed it into more of a community based because that's mm-hmm. our mission has just changed. Yeah. Um, because it, we're not about taking coffee everywhere mm-hmm. anymore. We're kind of like enjoy coffee here mm-hmm. um, and like love our community and mm-hmm. love our craft and yeah, enjoy this excellent product. Uh, yeah. I, and it's going to change again probably. Mm-hmm. Um, I think with two business owners it's, easier to develop but it's harder to get the heads aligned and we actually technically have three business owners so there's my dad too who's the financial guy of everything so there's me and kyle who are like the let's do everything know everything about coffee go on these adventures Mm -hmm. try these new coffee drinks out and there's my dad who's like I'm the business guy. I like to, the numbers. I the, like to do the numbers yeah. and I mean, we like numbers too, but he's like I'm the numbers person. Yeah. That's the only thing I look at really. Yeah. <laughs> um and he is also uh, he is our milkman. He gets us milk and uh you know like that's I love that about him. He he makes it so that way he has a always a part in the business and he mm-hmm. and he's there often enough which most like money people of businesses are never there they never show up so my dad is really cool because he'll show up often yeah and also like help out with whatever yeah um do dishes like there's plenty of times that we've been slammed busy and he'll Mm -hmm. come in and he'll see that we're slammed busy and he'll just do dishes that's so cool i like that's so cool um but we're three heads yeah and like having three heads is sometimes really difficult. I'm, I feel like I'm the middle head who I'm like grabbing my dad and saying, let's come over here and grabbing Kyle and saying let's come over here. Let's try to get all of this aligned in the same way. Yeah. But I'm also the head that's off in space yeah. while they're grounded. <laughs> so it's just like, it's, it's a difficult adventure always. Mm. Um, and having three business owners makes it more challenging, but I think it also makes it more, uh, it's like a safety net. Mm-hmm. So if your ideas do end up failing, there's another mm-hmm. idea in the back burner by somebody else. Yeah. Or if they do end up failing, there's somebody there to pick you up and yeah. say, Hey, it's okay. Like we well, can still go and and move yeah. forward with this. So I think that growing as a small business is, I think this year coming up is going to be the hardest and biggest year for us in growth. Mm-hmm. Cause we have to do something else. Yeah. Um, we're kind of at that point, like we have grown to the peak in Conway. Mm-hmm. Um so what else do we need to do to bring more people in? Yeah. As as what we are now, yeah. We've we've reached, I think, the pink, the peak. So we That's have cool. to now mm-hmm. move forward from there. That's
1: good though that you guys like know that and own that. Because I mean, if you I feel like so many small businesses end up folding because someone is like I have to stick with this original mission or I have to stick with this original goal and I can't change it.
0: Yeah. I, I don't know if that would be possible (laughs) Uh, uh, with three heads. Like you're never going to be in the same place as you were the day before. So I, it's like, um, I don't know. It's like marriage in a way. Uh, you know, like there's days that you and your spouse are like right on track. Your communication is great. Everything is fantastic. And then there's another day where literally, like, <laughs> you guys cannot communicate well at all, no matter yeah. what you do. Yeah. You know, you send text messages and they get lost <laughs> in the others. You, you like, try to say, like, I told you that. No, you didn't tell me that, you know. like, yeah. So it is so similar to yeah. having a relationship. Uh, and it's so difficult. Mm-hmm. It, 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 you know, just like marriage is not easy. You have to put a lot of work into it. Every relationship you're gonna do is that way too. Yeah. So we've been we've been working on that um, our relationships <laughs> a lot <laughs> recently, and I think it's just communication is like the number one number one thing you it need always, is always, it. It always, always is. is. Even in a relationship and marriage, it's always yeah. communication, you know, like, um, I, I'm married, I have a baby. I, mm-hmm. I, I'm, you know, my dad is, is, you know, he's married and he's, he's taking care of his baby and, <laughs> and Kyle is a single guy who's dating, you know, yeah. <laughs> so it's just like, he's taking, care, like, himself. He's taking care of himself. <laughs> it's like, it's like, we're all communicating to all these different people all the time and also trying to communicate to each other and try yeah. to understand he has a child. I understand why he's stressed out or tired all the time. Yeah. I'm going to give him grace or he's dating someone new. Yeah. He's exhausted because he's dating someone yeah. new. It's exhausting. <laughs> I get it. I'll give you grace. You know, like yeah. it's, it's so hard. Um, It's funny though. Cause like uh, we're, you know, you get labels and stuff. So I'm, I'm mom in the store. Mm -hmm. I'm the sensitive, emotional connection, like making sure everyone's okay all the time. And Kyle is the dad in the store. Get things done. Do it now. Quickly. Mm -hmm. Hurry up. (laughs) You know? Uh, And so we balance each other really well. Yeah. And I think that if it ever is coming down to a business, you need to make sure you're balancing each other really well. Yeah. Whoever, Whoever you're in business with, whether it be your spouse or not, like... Yeah. Good good on you if you're able to do that guys. Um I just you have to be able to sit there and look at each other and be like that is a stupid idea. Mm-hmm. So let's move forward from it. <laughs> I'm know? so
1: in awe of spouses that like own businesses or work together. Oh, me
0: I'm too. Like, 100%. Basically... I don't know how you do it. I don't think I could live with Kyle. Yeah. <laughs> so like, like I love him, yeah. but I couldn't live with him and also yep. work in the same business with him. I just don't, I don't know how you do it.
1: My parents were co-pastors together for 25 yep. years in the same churches for 25 years. And I was just like, how do you, like, I, I think... love, I love my Kyle so much, but like, I just, you need like away time. And, yeah. Like, like I just don't it blows my mind. It blows my mind. <laughs> that's so cool though. Yeah,
0: there there's I mean like it's it's possible. Mm-hmm. I just good on you. Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, I own a business with my wife. Um it's Arkansas you know? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh but but it's not it's not the same kind of business. Like yeah. that's the kind of business where it's like I don't do much. Yeah. I'm you're just, not
1: together like eight hours a day. Days, yeah, it, and
0: it's not whatever. like yeah, so we do one class a, a week. Yeah. You know, it's not it's not like we're doing like eighteen classes yeah. a week and <laughs> having to also live with each other. So it's just like it is it, it is possible. It's just I think it has to be a balance. There yeah. has to be a balance in your life. Yeah. No matter what you do. Um yeah.
1: Cool. So you have you said you have a class coming up at the end of July
0: class, espresso class, end of July. Okay. And then steaming milk class, end of August. Okay. And then I'm going to take a break September to January, basically. January, end of January, we'll start over. Mm -hmm. Um, so I do that. Um, it's about an eight month course. Um, and I'm, Flushing it out every year a little bit more. Um, I started this the very first year uh, for free. Um, kind Ooh. of the whoever got in the first year for free, they that's awesome on you guys for doing it. Um, second year, um, I basically started charging um, a set amount, but it wasn't like you get a bag of coffee afterwards. It was charged. And so this year I was like, you know, I'm going to charge $15, which is a bag of coffee, mm-hmm. and you get a bag of coffee when you leave. Yeah. And like that's worth it because you're – Mm-hmm. It'll bring the people in who make coffee at home
1: because
0: mm-hmm. you need a bag of coffee to go home anyways with, mm-hmm. right? And then it, it will also allow it to create the courses a little bit more based around whatever coffee I want to give them. Um, so I've been flushing out the courses. So in January is um, we talk about seed to cup. So we talk about how basically like how coffee starts and where it starts from and all that processing and like where it could become, that's a very luxury class. There's really nothing to do afterwards. There's a lot of examples and a lot of like, like touching and feeling and stuff (laughs) like that, but there's no actual like hands on work and doing things. Gotcha. Um, And the next one is a roasting class because basically the next process from developing a seed, getting it Mm -hmm. shipped to you, processed, everything is roasting. Mm -hmm. So the next one's a roasting class. So we teach about how to roast coffee Everything that happens with roasting, mm-hmm. um, and then the next one after that is a is like a coffee tasting class. Like, um, so we do like coffee cuppings, um, where you get to taste all the coffees that we have. Like, that's like your next step when it comes to coffee yeah um you want to be able to sit down and taste a bunch Mm -hmm. of different coffees and be able to understand why they taste the way they taste Mm -hmm. um the those little things that we put on every coffee shop puts on a bag it's not just random Mm -hmm. they're usually like tasters like professional tasters who are tasting all these coffees to put them on the bags yeah so um we do a lot of cuppings in our store we do it about once a week um just to dial in our roast that we have um And to make sure they're up to date, make sure they're being roasted correctly, making sure that our roaster hasn't like just been like not doing his job. (laughs) Um, He does a great job, so I never worry about that, but just in case type thing. Um, So we do a cupping um, once a week and it's really great to dial back in your senses on what this coffee tastes like. Why does it taste that way? Mm -hmm. Um, And then uh, the next classes after that are pour over, AeroPress, and then uh, espresso and then steam milk. And then it restarts again back in January. So gotcha. kind of so go through that long, cycle. Basically. What
1: is it like a year long? Basically? Uh,
0: it's, it's basically a year long okay. course. If you come to all of them, you should be able to figure it all out. I, and there's yeah. no like advanced course. It's all just, I'm right now just mm-hmm. reteaching all the same material. Maybe one year I'll go in a little bit more in depth about stuff and actually do like latte art classes yeah. or doing like, um, like brewing 201 where it's like you're more in depth on the brewing aspect. Um, but what I've learned is there's maybe one or two people in the entire class that wants to know more. Mm -hmm. And if they do, they can just come in, Yeah, you know, like they don't have to come into the class. They can just come in earlier. So (laughs) I do the base courses basically, um, uh, from January to August. Mm -hmm. Um, I might have a month break in there. I think i I think February was a month break for me this year because it's so busy again in February. Um, but we I always really continue to try to do that. Like February and March are really busy months for us also. Okay. yeah, so our busiest months are September to December. okay. January is one of the slowest months in in really? Arkansas. Uh, especially Conway because it's uh, another Whoa. break in school. Okay, uh, you see the sense. trend here, <laughs> and then and then we're busy again February through um, April, okay. and then May tends to taper off a little bit, and then June is awful. July is pretty horrific, uh, and then uh, and then August it starts picking back up again. Okay. Um, I did tell one of my baristas this year I have no tattoos on my body at all. Um, but if we make a set amount of money mm-hmm. this year in July, I, I would get a tattoo. tattoo. And if Do you know we, what you're going to get? Yeah. I, well, I'm going to get the Round Mountain logo, the, the logo. Uh-huh, nice. on my bicep. Um, but awesome. I i said if only if we make this much because i'm not gonna put a logo on me if we're a failing business (laughs) because then i'll have to look at it for the rest of my life um and i was like so only if we make this much money in july uh, which is it was an i i put a pretty high number up there and uh she was like bet so my barista who's been with us from day one is like all about trying to make this this goal in july um so that way i can get a tattoo and i told her if we make 3,000 more than what I said that I would get her a tattoo. Oh. So she's like, she's all on she's it right really now. It. She's like, she's so
1: that's like by the end of this month, by
0: end of this month. So she is like trying to create all the events and do all the music stuff. And like, <laughs> 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 and we'll see, we'll see how it happens. But that's, um, just cause July is such a hard month for us. Yeah. If we can make the normal amount of money that we do on good months, mm-hmm. then like we will be fine for the rest of the year. Um, nice. Nice. because June is already hard too. So mm-hmm. having two months in a row that are that hard are it's just rough. like, it's rough as a small business. So yeah. Yeah. we'll see. We'll see if she can pull it off. <laughs> You'll know if the next time we do a podcast, if I have a tattoo on my arm, if she did or not. So. <laughs>
1: did you make it? Yeah. <laughs> so, okay. You also have, what's your, is it just your Instagram? Is it just round mountain? At round yeah. Round
0: mountain? mountain coffee. Um, okay. You have yeah.
1: beautiful social media. By yeah, the way. thank
0: you. Uh, I hire people to do that. Um, mm-hmm. I am awful at social media. Don't follow me. Um, <laughs> I I, uh, I post maybe once a month. Maybe yeah. I'm I'm really bad about posting. I live my life instead of actually living my life through social media. Um, and I am not the best when it comes to social media like I I just like there's something about it that's grindy to me I get that Um, it's great for those people who love it Mm -hmm. uh, and so that's why it's really easy to hire somebody out who loves social media so I hire somebody out to do it for me um, and they usually work in my store too Mm -hmm. so it's not just they just do social media they usually are also working in my store
1: Oh what was his name? Didn't Demetrius, Demetrius? Yeah, yeah, Frame Frozen. So he's at Frame Frozen. <laughs> I'm like his photography is
0: oh. It's amazing. Yeah. So. so when he worked with us, um I was like, "Hey dude, like I'd love to do like pay you extra to do social media." Mm-hmm. So basically it's like you get paid 10 dollars a photo is yeah, what yeah. I do. Extra on top of whatever Good else you're you get paid. I I I think it's worth it. I think yeah, it's important. It I, is. And then I'll have all these businesses come to me and be like, "We could help you with your social media." And I'm like, "Cool." I already pay somebody. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "Oh, it's so much cheaper." I was like, "Yeah, but you're not here." Yeah. Like there's like just there's just just a difference. Like mm-hmm. I you having that local social media person that feel like somebody who's in shop taking pictures and mm-hmm. like the love of the craft, like it. It's such a big difference, it and is. so uh, from Demetrius, we've definitely developed and changed over time. Mm-hmm. Um, and some weeks it's great, some weeks it's not great. You know, it's just like it depends on on what's happening in that person's life um, because they are human, and that's the thing, the thing we forget about social media all the time is the people on the other end of that camera are humans, uh-huh. um, and so we need to make sure that they also are respected with their time. Yeah. Uh, so we have a um, have you heard of Later? like the app later. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. um, we use that to help us out. Yeah. It's very important to us I think to have a great social media platform. So using that allows us to schedule posts, make mm-hmm. sure things are going up correctly and yeah. on time. So.
1: I think people forget that social media may be social media, but it's like 100% marketing. Like oh, it is your marketing brand. 100% marketing. And like I just from Even like
0: out- your own personal account, yep. it's your It's all already. marketing. Like
1: from a completely third party perspective. I think your social media is beautiful Thank you. and I love Thank you. media marketing.
0: So. I, I love it. Um, I love how it looks and mm-hmm. I enjoy, it makes me happy when I am doing the scroll. That's what me and my wife call it when we're both sitting in the same area and I'm like, what are you scrolling on? You know, like, yeah. cause you're just, you're going through the feeds, you know? Um, I like it when I'm scrolling and I, I see around mountain post and I'm like, man, that's such a good post. You know, <laughs> like, so I was like, that was great. Uh, my last, the last video we posted was the shaking. I don't know if you've seen it. It's like, oh, we're, we're all shaking and I shake Oh shaker. no, I did. Okay. I didn't see that it. was totally my idea. And so when it like got the great views, I was like, yes, my ideas <laughs> are actually valid. Uh, I was stoked. Um, but I, uh, like I love seeing stuff like that. It's yeah. just like when you get like a good post and like there's like not only is it like getting good hype but also it makes people laugh and it makes people enjoy that like, oh, yeah, that's my shop. You yeah. know, like those are – and I can't tell you how many people came in that week after we posted it. It's it's only been a week since the week since we posted it and they're all like, man, I loved your video and it made me want to come in here. You know, so it's just yeah. like it is marketing. It right? Is, yeah. Even though it was fun. Like, yeah. you know, like that was – The aspect of it was not marketing. It was Mm -hmm. like, let's just have fun. Let's do this fun video. It'll be But that's like
1: part of your Round Mountain brand is like we have fun together and we enjoy each other. Oh, yeah.
0: I don't know. If you guys go in there, almost like every week at least somebody is dancing in that shop. So (laughs) someone is behind the bar dancing. So we just had a a, uh, going away party for one of our baristas slash also like just a fun night. Because Mm -hmm. uh, everyone always asks me, why do you close – early on Saturdays because what I at close at time? six on Saturdays oh. and and they're all like, why do you close early on Saturdays? And I'm like, well, um, a couple of reasons. One, we're not really busy after six cause we're not a bar. So we're not, we're not busy after six, but also because I want to be able to spend time with this family, like mm-hmm. the round mountain family. Yeah. And I want to be able to not have to close down the shop a random day to do it. Yeah. You know, I don't have to schedule it out that way. Also, it allows us to do events and parties and anything else you want to do. We'll do it Saturday at 6 because mm-hmm. we'll close at 6 and then you guys can come in and do your private party. Nobody else has to be there. That's cool. um, I it, just, did that. it allows a lot more opportunities to yeah. when you close at 6 on Saturdays. And so, but because of that, we were able to have this party um, and we were just all dancing. All of oh. us. We were like closing up the shop at the end of the night. Yeah. And we we're all just like, let's all just like, like we we're just listening to a song, and there was, someone was knew how to do the dance move, and they were like trying to teach us how to do the dance move. So here I am in the back of my social media of one of my baristas, like trying to trying dance. To dance. <laughs> uh, embarrassing, but so true. That's like our yeah. family. That's who we are. So. I love that. I love yeah. that
1: so much. Um, so you guys are on. I'm going to close it out with. Yeah. What street? Uh, Prince, Prince. Prince, thank you. I can yeah, yeah, to yeah, say it. Yeah, okay, 2850 50
0: Prince Street, Suite <laughs> 3. Um, send, us, send us postcards. <laughs> uh, <laughs> send us postcards. Uh, but yeah, no, we are, if you can't find us, we're two doors down from Quiznos, mm-hmm. by the new Milk and Sugar Ice Cream Place mm-hmm. and uh, close to Kroger Marketplace. That's what I always tell people. Roundabout close to Kroger Marketplace. So. The,
1: yeah. the. <laughs> I thought you were just about to say, the one next to the Roundabout. And I was like, Oh, everywhere in Canada. Yeah, the roundabout
0: <laughs> next to the Kroger Marketplace.
1: <laughs> well, thank you so much yeah. for doing this. I no, really thank appreciate you. it. I don't even know what I would do without creative minds like yours. Inspire me to be brave. Don't Hesitate—that's what the imagination's for. Let's open that door and let's explode just be and you and the local who. Whoa, whoa.